And if you think there's more to life Than social work, cats and rocket science Then change your friends And if you really can't decide Between social work, cats and rocket science Then we're your friends Welcome to another episode of the podcast, Social Work Cats, Rocket Science. Look who's in the room. Should we do some introductions? Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Catherine Morn. I'm the Social Work Development Manager for Adult Services at Bradford. Very good. Good to meet you. And you? Lovely that you're here. Mm. Want to introduce yourself? Hi. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Jack Skinner. I'm a, a Social Worker and Assistant Service Manager for Learning Disability Service in Bradford. Is this your first podcast? Yes. God, God, welcome. You're going to love this. Yeah, treat me fairly. Yeah, we'll try. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Well, my name is Rumbidzai Mashawabe. I am a social work student, but I won't be a student soon. <laughs> so by Anymore? the time this goes out, you won't be a student, No, nah, I won't be a student. I'll oh probably be a social worker by then. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> High five. High five. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, who are you? Yeah, so I'm uh, <laughs> just back after the summer. What summer that was? Oh, what an amazing. After the weather in August. Oh, it's just aching, amazing, wasn't it? Crack the flags and everything. Amazing. Um, burnt my head again, because <laughs> I normally do. Uh, I'm Rob Mitchell. I'm Principal Social Worker for Bradford. Uh, I didn't introduce himself, did I? I'm no. Brian Mitchell. I'm your hostess with the mostess. You uh, need no introduction. <laughs> we're talking about social work education on this podcast. Yeah. Aren't we? We are. Because it's because it's brilliant, isn't it? Dead important. It's brilliant. It's brilliant, and we're not going to social work education. Brilliant. We're not going to let people talk it down, are we? God no, no, not at all. It's because look what it created. Look at the social workers in this room, and the teacher. (gasps) Did you hear the tumbleweed? (laughs) (laughs) Tumbleweed. Well, I would argue it's changed a little bit uh, from when um, possibly. I'm not making assumptions about age here, but I would argue it's changed a little bit since you qualified. I mean, you, you're you experiencing it right now, aren't you, Rumi? Yeah, I am. Tell us about your social work education. Is it any... You can't say no, can you? I've just realised. Have you enjoyed this, the student education, though, the social work education? It's, it's, it's been good. Um, to be honest, it was confusing at first, but mm. when you now get into practice... You then it kind of makes sense because it first starts as an overload of information. A load. Yeah. Um, but then it makes sense once you're on placement. So the combination of the theory and then now you're putting into practice, I think that's what makes it brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It, it makes it very useful and very practical. Mm. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with that more. I think having that placement, if the placement mm. is really good, it makes all make sense and yeah. it sort of makes you think about the things that you've learned and apply them in practice and it just it fits together like a jigsaw. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think my my, um, my memories of my social work education aren't, aren't great, we're all a bit hazy because we're going back, <laughs> going, back, <laughs> going back a few decades. Um, but it, it, I, I didn't particularly enjoy my uh, social work uh, education and um, 
And when I look at where social work education is now and I look at the development around kind of practice education and and even the assessed year for when you're a qualified social worker mm. um, and I'm lucky enough to kind of work with Bradford and Lancaster so I see some of the course content delivery, it, it's it's another world mm. compared to, to the um, social work education that, that I experienced. So um, I'm sure it'll have its difficulties and there'll be problems and there'll be gaps and there'll be things that we can do better <clears> but <throat> I, I do think it's dead important that we celebrate when things are good oh, and okay. generally what I see as social work education is, is really, really uh, good. I mean, some of the things that we were doing um, last year at, at, at Bradford, you know, the links with international uh, mm. students, mm. Germany and, and Norway, um, some of the stuff that we're doing around um, accepting that uh, it's not all about assignments, people can demonstrate skills and competence in, in other ways. So getting people involved in podcasts or getting some kind of presentation, and we got kind of somebody wrote a poem, somebody did a rap, there were all different ways of kind of displaying competence. That's a million miles away from the kind of dusty academic kind of uh, social work environment I, I kind of graduated through. So so it's good. It, for me, it's in, a, it's in a really good place. Oh, I should talk agree. it up. No, I would absolutely agree. Um, speaking of placements, so yeah. tell us about the quality of placements then currently because there must be an issue in terms of mm. the provision of placements at the moment. Yeah, it's tricky because we've gone through two years of it being a little bit weird because of COVID um, and the reluctance, I think, of people not people, our, you know, the social workers who are practice educators of taking on a student because they've done it in a distanced way and haven't felt that they've been able to give the right level of support that, that a student, you know, is entitled to. Um, I was going to pull Jack up when he said, you know, if you get a good placement and, you know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what do you mean, Jack? I'm um, saying nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've got, you know, a really good support for placement certainly from our learning disability colleagues um and wider than that um and but hopefully now we're becoming back more in the office again and and more face to face again i think that that kind of confidence to support a student will will come back to people and they won't feel so detached from them nice I love this discussion i genuinely love this discussion mm. but i'm going to stop it because we need a tune and you're going to pick a tune. Have you oh. given this some thought? I've given oh. it lots of thought. I knew you would. Oh, you know, there's been homework, and there's been nights spent at home thinking about this. <laughs> there's been lists, there's been Googling. Algorithms. There's been... Uh, the song I was going to choose, I looked at the lyrics and realised that there is a certain line in it that's it's wholly inappropriate, so I won't choose that song. Um, and I'll tell you what it is outside the podcast because we don't need to discuss it. Um, but... When I was thinking about, you know, education and when this goes out, sort of, as you've said, endish of September, so terms just starting, things might be a bit new for people and people are coming back with different anxieties. I was thinking we need a song that's a little bit happy, uplifting, inspirational, kind of, and actually, yeah, it's all going to be all right in the end. So so I chose Queen. Oh uh, no, I didn't. no, I didn't. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even dare do that to you. No, the song I've chosen is called "Float On" by Modest Mouse. Tune, blimey, this is Modest Mouse.
Mouse and float on. Uh, Jolly Mar plays on that. I'm sure he does. I, I really couldn't tell you. I just sure really like the song, and, and yeah, and, and I knew you'd get the Smiths in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, but really, I, it's just it's a song I came across out of the ordinary on um, on on the Xbox game Rock Band. Hadn't heard of them at all before, and yeah, so a few years ago now, kind of thought, oh, that's really nice, really nice kind of. Quality, I didn't it? have you down as an Xbox player. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, massive. You are, aren't you? I am a massive I, I, gamer. I, I, yeah, yeah. Are you a gamer? Me a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh I mean, God. at the moment, and when this goes out, I may still be playing it. But yeah, I'm a hundred and odd hours into Elden Ring at the moment. So somebody stopped me on a corridor about a year ago and just kind of put their hand on, on my arm and just said, "Do you know Catherine Morn was a gamer?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No." Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the first thing you think of when you think of Catherine, is it? I normally think of public transport. 
<laughs> I, I, I haven't had a rant. Well, I've had a rant about many things. Many things. Many, many things. But yeah, my public transport rants are probably, a, you know, a, th- a thing of the past. Ain't the legendary is what they are. Uh, anyway, let's get back to social work education. Yes. You were saying mm. you think it's in a really good place. Mm. Yeah, I, so I think the calibre of students and uh, the students who join us on placement, um, the vast majority want to stay and apply for for jobs. Mm. And w- what they bring um, is absolute quality they they the challenge is there mm. a respectful challenge uh, in terms of what they see if things need to be challenged they help uh change evolve uh, within teams they, they provide a new dynamic within a uh, within a, a, a team um they're up to date they're relevant and th- i mean the, the big thing really with students and this is what i think like some universities do really well they keep that um, light burning about why do you want to be a social worker? Mm-hmm. And people say at interview about when they when they uh, go to universities and uh, for interviews and why do you want to be a social worker? They often say kind of because I want to you know I want to change the world and I want to make a difference. And you kind of smile. In, there's like an inward smile from the panel because it's like you've heard that so many times mm-hmm. and you kind of write it down. But that's absolutely why we need people in social work. And actually, it, it's a really really important reminder to to more experienced social workers that coming through the door is that same passion that kind of brought you into social work and you've got a challenge as an experienced social worker to remain um, passionate and to remain absolutely convinced that you were coming into this profession in order to change the world. Otherwise, you're not really of any use to uh, anybody. If the fire goes out in social work, then actually you become an administrator of, of social work. So, so social work um, students are um, the, the lifeblood and they are very very uh, important the challenge I think to social work employers is to make sure that somebody's last day on their social work course and their first day in the social worker role is a seamless transition where on the first day of your social work career as a qualified social worker you can look back on your education and say yeah, that worked. That it's, 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 as Rumbi said earlier, it's now making sense now. Now I'm getting to the end of my social work education. I'm starting my career. All that stuff is making sense. I think that's a massive challenge to social work employers because I think it's really easy to give people a social work job yep. that bears no resemblance to the fantastic two or three years social work education they've had. Mm. And that's a criminal waste. That's, mm. that's Don't train people up to be social workers and then give them another job and just badge it social work, but actually have them become high-class administrators. Mm. You, you, you're wasting everybody's mm. time if you do that. So we're well, talking about rants earlier, Catherine. Yes. How was that, how was that, good, how was that for a rant? It's good, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Rumbi. <laughs> um, building up from what you said uh, about people getting tearing out experience, what I learned... But at the end of my placement, end of my course was, you know, you're taught about the, the values, you're taught about the skills, taught about theory, you need to know all of that, the knowledge. And in the middle, they self. But then self is something that we often ignore because you're trying to get everything around. And then right at the end is when my experience on placement is when I'm like, so now it makes sense. Like you need to actually not only know who you are, yeah. but then you need to know how you're going to react to the situation and see how, like, you know, reflection action, how are you going to respond to the situation right now? So it's very important on you. And it's it's something that 
would also not only for students but then for experienced social workers that if they don't have that self, that's when they just become administrators, as yeah. you said. But then when they have that self, like, why am I here? Yeah. This is what I'm here for. This is how I'm going to react to this. Then it becomes very important. Yeah, to, it makes continue. more sense. Yeah. It also helps as, sorry, it right. also helps us refresh and all, all the people that are doing the job on a day-to-day basis and think that we, we hope we're doing a really good job. Having someone else coming up coming in externally sort of makes a huge difference mm-hmm. to us because we, we, we sort of we have to be humble and sort of say well we don't have the right answer all the time we need someone else to tell us sometimes and someone coming in straight from university you know straight from the classroom saying look these are the things that we want to mm-hmm. um, see in the future let's try and make that happen now and and if we don't have that you know listening ear out for people that mm-hmm. um, if we think that we know the answer then then we we kind of need to accept that we probably don't always know the answer at yeah. all, and we need to listen to to people that are telling us that there's probably a different way of doing things. Mm. Yeah. Is there a point you wanted to make there, Catherine? Yeah, only just around that whole kind of how courses are set out sometimes, because I know, I think sometimes, and this is really personal opinion, students can be a bit disadvantaged if they're still having to do the teaching and the academic, mm. mm-hmm. well, not they're not doing the teaching, but you know what I mean, yeah. alongside trying to do the, the whole putting mm-hmm. things into practice in placement. And I think, I d- I'm not necessarily sure that works. I know it's not just easy to change a course so mm-hmm. that you've got mm-hmm. everything out the way and then you've got your time to learn and reflect on placement. But I think... You know, some of the students who who are having to think about assignments, going in for lectures, and also doing some doing their placement, find it a little bit intense. It is intense. It's yeah. Very intense. <laughs> and I know there's things that you do alongside placement that are academic, but I, I mean the actual yeah. lectures, teaching stuff that you have to go into the classroom for whereas actually and I think we've said this about you know some of the opportunities we're giving our workers with the apprenticeship if they're immersed in social work and the placement and everything they do they'll get a much better experience from it but that's not to say that you know anybody's keep smashing my microphone right. I'll keep my hand still no no you'll be chucking telly I will I'll be straight out but but yeah, just just being able that they can immerse themselves completely within putting that theory into practice, and all the stuff that goes with it would be would be a brilliant change. I I'm think. I'm loving this discussion. Again, I'm going to have to stop it though. Uh, time for a tune, uh, Rob. Oh, tell us what your tune is. Okay, um, so I, 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 because Jack's here, I've tried to be cool and think, but I couldn't think of a, a band. Are you the cool one at work, Jack? Is that what? Oh yeah, that's, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. People look oh, up yeah. to me in that respect. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'll, I'll think of something modern from the 1990s, <laughs> and <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Um, so, so no, what I'm going to choose is. Um, so, so I, th- I think I've heard you say this, Brian. I think I've heard you talk about your social work career, and you call it a love story with social work. So uh, I want to choose a love story by uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, mate. Shoo, <laughs> This is love story of Taylor Swift.
Taylor Swift. It's a tune, that, isn't it? I once, I once scared somebody at some traffic light. That's not what the word's starting on it. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming next? I once scared somebody at some, uh, some traffic lights um, a couple of years ago. I was driving into Leeds and I got to traffic lights at Driddlington and I was going straight on. Car next to me was going left and it was a warm sunny day and we all we both windows had our down. windows down and he got to the bit in the song when you know when it's marry me julia it's marry me i, I belted it out and the <laughs> woman in the car like, properly jumped and I, I kind of i kind of waved apologetically and drove away thinking i wonder if she'll call julia yeah, and she maybe was, she mean, thought you were proposing <laughs> oh <laughs> my word it's weird i want the traffic light shouting marry me <laughs> anyway true story fantastic so the this thing about how how we because I that point that you made I think and that has been made generally about how to support social work students and for them to have a really good social work experience social work education experience is a challenge I would mm, argue. Mm. But the thing that seems to work well in Bradford is this kind of is the idea of the teaching partnership. Mm. I think I think there's something in the teaching partnership. And the the people that are in it that are committed to improving social work education, though I might be wrong, the floor is yours. <laughs> so I so I think our teaching partnership is um, is really good in, in in Bradford. I mean, it, it, in Bradford, it's um, it's a small teaching partnership because we have the only local authority in it. Mm. And we've got the college and we've got the university as the uh, HEIs. So I think sometimes um, the, 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 our strength is the fact that we all are very, very comfortable with each other as, as uh, organisations and we can, we can make things happen. I think one of the kind of, one of the more outstanding things that's happened alongside the teaching partnership in Bradford, which has really kind of changed the game, is the emergence of the Social Justice Society. Oh, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually students organising themselves. And and I think that puts a real onus back on us as uh, qualified and experienced social workers. Because for me, it's a, a reminder, as what I was saying earlier about, you know, that kind of burning ambition to be a social worker and to change the world and to have a group of colleagues alongside you who are out there doing social doing social good and are spending the weekends and their evenings and we had something in Bradford uh, a while ago where people were bringing in things, uh, baby clothing to, to kind of re redistribute uh, across the, the city and district. Um, I think seeing that kind of social good amongst other social workers and particularly new social workers and students uh, I think is a, a really effective challenge uh, to, to us. And I think, I think that's helped us kind of move on significantly over the last couple of years in terms of re-engaging with the values. So we're not just talking about you know, writing blogs or writing books about values and good practice in social work, that we're now having to properly live the values that brought us into social work. And I attribute that to students and the Social Justice Society. I don't know if it would have happened as a group of qualified social workers just working together. However great those social workers were, we needed an outside influence mm. and, a, and, a, and a challenge. Mm. I don't think I've heard of another social justice society in a, a university. I There's think, a couple I think it's more quite, now. Is there? That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was such a good idea and it sort of feeds into the reason why people want to go into social work in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I think one of the important things for me about the social justice society is it's, social work is political, obviously. Yeah. Um, the social justice society is absolutely politics, kind of barking at your feet politics, isn't it? It's, you know, out there work, working with people who have very, very kind of disenfranchised. Um, 
placard waving social social workers. I'm all right with that. If a social worker is is political with a big P and is in, you know in a political party um, and wants to wave a placard, um, I think that's I think that's great. But that's sometimes not enough. It's no. not enough just being a political activist social worker. The, the political activism is in every case note you write, every conversation you have with people mm. that, that you support, it's every interaction that you have with uh, colleagues. That's the politics of social work. And that's what I think mm. students and social justice society bring us, really. The other thing that you forget, is not just the students, but then it's <clears throat> the partnership. We can't do it without the support. Yeah. Like, I'll give an example of Promote the Vote, for example. Um, we would not have done it without that support as well. So it's not just us going blindly, but then that motivation of this is what, like, for example, telling someone their rights, the same thing as in education, whereby I've been talking, okay, this is, there is time for this social justice you need to do this is part of social work so it's that partnership whereby education they're telling you this is what has done and placement with Buffalo Council they're also motivated and showing you this is what you can do as well yeah. so that support system around is what brings that social justice up as well yeah, yeah you're right it's a, it's a proper partnership mm -hmm. isn't it the promote the vote work across experienced social workers social work students newly qualified having a really mm -hmm. important part to play it's, it's a genuine partnership I agree yeah, totally agree mm -hmm. But it's in, it's interesting, isn't it? The point you mm -hmm. were making previously about self. So yeah. you know that bit about understanding self in relation to social justice is the thing I would argue that should then ignite people to do stuff to, to become activists. I think that's where I uh, mm. my take on social work yeah. education because mm -hmm. in a sense it's pointless calling it social work education because you're not actually educating people. You're merely reaffirming who they are. It's, to it's, like, some it's, it's like a bringing out. Who they are? Mm. Bingo. Yeah. 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 Speaking of bringing out who they are, what uh, what tune have you brought with you then? Um, I was gonna say "Listen" by Beyonce. Um, yeah, but I'm changing it. Oh, to... changing it. Oh, <laughs> she's about oh. to get up and start dancing. But uh, I'm going to choose uh, "The Greatest Love of All" by Whitney Houston because oh. it talks about the greatest love, which is yourself. Like, love yourself. It's not to the social worker. You need to know yourself, love yourself. Before you try to get someone to love themselves, I mean, you're going to go to someone and try to get them to raise their voice or love themselves, but love yourself first.
That was Whitney Houston and the greatest love of all. What a tune. What a banger of a tune that is. What a singer. What a singer. Just effortless, wasn't it, for you? Mm. What a life. Yeah. Have you seen the documentary? Yeah. Social work yeah. all over that documentary, yeah. Whitney, I think. So picking up on that point about self, social work education, future team managers, it would appear then uh, the future's bright, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think the I think the future's bright. I think one of the things that that we really do need to talk about in social work, um, about social work education, is practice education um, and how we support practice educators, how we get more uh, social workers to be practice educators, how we put on more placements. It's quite clear from conversations that we have with colleagues up and down the country that most recruitment within local authorities and within the NHS, which are obviously the two biggest um, employers of social workers, are newly qualified social workers. So the, the movement of kind of more experienced social workers um, across from one local authority to another, or one NHS trust to, to a local authority, or vice versa, that seems to have decreased uh, over the past few years. People kind of sticking with what they know uh, a little bit. Um, but what it does mean is that, the, so the new posts that, that come up are tend to be newly qualified. Mm. Um, and for that, you need to have ensured that somebody's had a really, really good kind of placement uh, experience. The number of people who go on final placement and want to stay with that with that local authority, stay with that service, stay with that team and stay with that individual practice educator if they're in the same team or the group of people that they've become familiar with and feel confident in. And I just think that puts more pressure on us to better support practice educators. I mean, these things that, that, that we've done um, around kind of payments for practice educators, there's a payment for a workplace supervisor, there's lots of encouragement, there's a really good kind of course to be a practice educator. But outside of that, outside of what local authorities and NHS and other employers are doing, um, kind of what, what are we doing kind of globally um, to promote practice education? That's the bit that worries me a little bit. It feels like there's a little bit of a a gap yeah. there in terms of I don't think we particularly even talk about it much or no. blog about it much or practice education should be the new rock and roll you're a practice educator aren't you I, I am and and I think and I've done it on and off um, over the last few years the first time I was a practice educator I felt like I really needed to sort of pay a lot of attention yeah. and it seems of like now it seems absurd the level of detail I was going into, but you know I make sure that the not make sure, but the student <laughs> the student was right there next to me every day for a hundred days, pretty yeah. much you know every single day. That seems like it just wouldn't happen now mm. at the moment, just because of the pandemic and mm. making us sort of realise. But maybe it was just my confidence and yeah. and mm. being a practice educator has sort of developed since then as well. But. Um, I do feel like it's so important to get it right. There's a way of being a practice educator which is quite passive and can do that and you can sort of check the competencies and sort of make sure that you've 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 sort of see, seen through all the sort of PCF domains. Mm. Or there's a, you can sort of have really you know reflective conversations and supervision and it, and it's so dependent on that relationship and feeling safe with each other mm. in order to sort of reveal things that you're not as um, confident on. But, but yeah, it's, it's such an important thing. I, re I really like being a practice educator. I think I should, you know, I want to continue to do that as long as I possibly oh, you can. you will be. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's now on the record. Jack wants to continue it. So, yeah. <laughs> but but in saying years. that, it does take a lot of time as I well to I do it, it properly. Does, yeah. So you kind of need to, mm. to make sure you've got that time mm. for this, the person you're with. 
well, speaking from me, I've got lived experience. Of, uh, <laughs> but, um, okay, I've had the very good experience with uh, my practice educator in both placements, and it's been very helpful. And to be honest, I thought it was the standard, but I've been in so many groups. So there's a, a WhatsApp group of social work students from all over the country that I'm part of, and it's been more of bad experiences than good experience of practice education. And I was shocked. I thought that what I was experiencing is the standard, but then I realized, actually, it's good. It's, I guess, they're going above and beyond, or mm. because most of the experiences, to be honest, most of the downfalls is they don't get time, they get supervision once a mm. month. Mm. Um, they don't know what they're supposed to be doing in most of the cases, the point mm. where they're wondering, why am I in social work? Mm-hmm. And it's really bad. So um, as much as Rob said, we need to talk more about practice education, which I think the standards for practice educators need to be revised uh, as well. They are there. The, the standards are there. Just talk yeah. me through then, because mm-hmm. what you've made a really interesting point, and I think it's one we need to pick up on. Your part, you say you'd speak to students nationally. In what capacity do you speak to students? Oh, social work students. I mean, I'm but also what, a student. Yeah. How are you doing that? Oh, I'm uh, I'm part of the Baswa Newly Qualified Social Work and Students Co-Group. Oh, okay. That's, yes. that, that's taking it to a different level, isn't it? Yeah. So the, you're part of the, the Baswa mm-hmm. uh, network around yeah. social work education in students. Yes. So... That conversation triggered, um, they are now reviewing the uh, the code for the standards for practice yeah, educators. Yeah, They've started yeah, doing yeah. that now. So they've already sent us for us to see the um, what needs to be adjusted. And to be honest, going to the document, everything is there. Everything that needs to be done is there. But now it goes back to the practice educator themselves. Yeah. Or is it the workloads? I, I, I don't know yeah. why they are not going after the standard because the standards are there but they're just not doing what's in the standards mm-hmm. so I, it goes back to the person what's going on is it mm. is it the work is it the person themselves are they tired of being a social worker or they just don't have time to work with the students I don't know what's going on but it's it'll be all of that yeah, yeah. yeah. Catherine so I was going to say I'll try my best I mean the the, <laughs> the the standards that you talk about mm-hmm. do sit with Baswara and were refreshed very, very recently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's interesting if they're going to do that again. Um, but I think it's the understanding of the... So for me, it's not just about Jack being the practice educator. It's about the team around Jack giving the student opportunities and also Jack's manager... I know you're. I know you're very important, Jack. But if you know, if you were a, a, a sort of a, a level three social worker, you know, the manager knowing that that practice educator needs that time to allow the supervision and yeah. the support and the things that go with it. So, for me, it's not just about that person who's the practice educator having to do everything for the student. Yes, there is a role they have to do and certain things that they have to do, but it's the whole team that should be supporting yeah, yeah. both both of those people, the practice educator and the student. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's... It, it's that, it's that acknowledgement that, yes, you are doing something which is in addition to your kind of day job and all the things you have to do normally as a social worker. So there has to be some give and take around how can, how can somebody, the manager, whoever it is, best allow the practice educator to do their job for their student to the best of their ability. I think there's, there's things that we can do as well to support practice uh, educators. It's, it's like, I mean, there's that, that old kind of um, 
the, the old example people use about, you know, if, if your, your placements, you wouldn't teach someone to fly an aeroplane by um, teaching them to drive a Mini. And mm. so you've got to get your placements right for people that... Uh, it, but in, in the same way, you know... Um, You've got to ensure that the practice educators, uh, that it's more than an add-on to their job or an yeah. extra task that they've been um, given. And that's not to say that we should just have dedicated practice educators who aren't in practice all mm. the time. It is something that you can weave in uh, in terms of your day job as being a social worker and a, and a practice educator. But we have to be able to step up and recognise that this, that's going to need some more investment. And the, yeah. the conversations at the moment that worry me about when we talk about things like... Um, practice supervisors and practice educator consultants and which I think in a, I think are a really really good idea what worries me is that the motivation behind some of that development is about um, quantity it's mm. about how many so how many social work students can you hold at any one time I find myself as a manager getting pulled into I have those conversations with people and it it, what should lead me to want practice educator consultants or practice supervisors is the fact that I know that it's a better dedicated resource for the student rather than mm. it being just somebody who's got more capacity mm. to hold more students and divvy out their skills yeah. to 10 people rather than one person. So I think as a, as a profession, we've got to get our heads around what do we want yeah. uh, mm. from social work education. Practice educators and practice placements. It's a, it's a big call, isn't it? It's a big one. Huge. It's the biggest issue of the lot, I think. Yeah. At this moment in time, I'm happy with curriculum. I think the support students get lost on placement from practice educator and the quality of some of that is is a huge issue. Not in doubt. Not in doubt. You, as a practice educator, in terms of staying up to date with continual professional development then, because clearly what you're doing, I would argue, is right, because you recently did the Rights Fest thing, didn't you? In December, we're just sort of trying to sort of talk about sort of putting, putting another one on uh, right. this, this winter, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, so staying up to date with C CPD is something that I'll always try and sort of keep... Um, Ahead of the, the curve a little bit and sort of see what's coming next. A lot next. of nods from Catherine. He don't not, not say that. It's, you know. And I feel this like angel on my back and the demons are saying, Wait, how, many, how many CPD things have you logged on Social Work England's website? Yes. Which is, is I'm not commenting on at the moment. <laughs> but I think that sort of stuff is, is really, I do think it's imperative to good practice education. You know those extra that that those extra bolt-ons that you do. Oh. So you've got your role, but then you do all this other stuff. Yeah, that absolutely. contributes to mm. how a student would then perceive the role of a social worker. I think they're really important. Mm. Yeah, and I've made the mistake of sort of sort of showing a student this is everything I know about everything ever, and just <laughs> baffling and confusing and just losing the you know the relationship a little bit. But um, it's you have to. To, to know what interests people and sort of trying and sort of make a thing of that. Mm. Oh, I love this discussion. I do think, and, and whether this is just me, Bradford, nationwide, I think we need to get better at dedicated CPD for practice educators as well. Because mm. I know there's, there's obviously all the stuff that's offered, all this, you know, all the sort of training and, and events and speakers and everything. But I think there's something specific about your role as a as a as a practice teacher, as a practice educator, and and keeping those skills, and having that you know your special kind of element of CPD. And I don't know the answer, but I think we need to. It is something that that certainly me and a few colleagues are talking about in terms of how best we offer CPD that is practice educator 
specific, for want of a better word. Yeah. Some thoughts to be had on that one. Uh, should we have a tune? I do believe this is yours, Jack. You're the cool one, yeah. so bring the cool Pressure, stuff to on. the table. Mm. So this is a very cool song. Um, I I couldn't think of a song that linked to education at all, and uh, there's been a song that's been sort of going around my playlist again and again, just just popped in there and just is there. So it's a song by a band from the 90s, but still going, called The Lemonheads. But it's also a cover. Um, it's a cover by uh, a song called Beautiful by Christina Aguirella. But to link that back to education, that, that relationship that you have between practice educator and student, a cover song is a really good metaphor for that, I think, because it's sort of offering up another way of doing things. It might not be the best way of doing things. It might be rubbish, but it might be a, a, a good way of sort of seeing something from another angle. Yeah, this is brilliant. Yeah. This is the Lebanese beautiful. Every day is so wonderful Suddenly it's hard to breathe Now and then I get insecure From all the pain I'm so ashamed I am beautiful no matter what they say Words can't bring me down I am beautiful in every single way Yes, words can't bring me down Whoa, no So don't you bring me down today Friends, you're delirious, so consumed in all your doom. Trying hard to fill the emptiness, the peace is gone. Let the puzzle undone, is that the way it is? You are beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can't bring you down Oh no You are beautiful In every single way Yes, words can't bring you down Oh no So don't you bring me down today Bring me down today 
It's good, isn't it? It's oh, like a secret, secret it? song out there. So let's get, let's do some summing up here in terms of where do we think social work education is currently at? Then, uh, so I, yeah, I, I think it's in, I think it's in a really good place, and um, I think uh, credit to students who have been so badly impacted on uh, with COVID in the last couple of years to have got through their social work um, education. Practice placements to be being churning out good, quite not churning out, pr- provided <laughs> good quality assignments, mm. um, whilst kind of having to work from home and not having that camaraderie and uh, commonality of being able to meet mm. fellow ex- you know, experienced social workers, but also fellow students. Um, I think the fact that that we've that so many are through the other side and are now producing for us brilliant social workers, newly qualified social workers, um, and. Yeah, massive, massive respect for for students. Something is uh, obviously there's something right about our education system. Um, when I see the quality of the students that that have that have had the couple of years that that these uh, social workers have had when they were when they were students, and then the other thing that I, I would say is that, um, and this is a difficult one because because there's a lot of politics involved in in this, but. Um, a, a, you know, a shout out to to the academics and to the and to the lecturers, and you know, from from me and and I hope from most social workers, would never support anybody being compelled to deliver frontline social work. The minute you are compelling someone to be a frontline social worker, you don't want to see the social work that that person will will uh, provide. Um, so I. I, I there should be a little bit of a kickback with um, with the with the hundred hour stuff about if you've got an academic who wants to be in the heart of practice. Well, actually, that's been open to them for quite a while, particularly through the teaching partnerships. Mm. That mechanism is there for for anybody, and that kind of cross pollination where you get um, academics in practice and you get practitioners in universities. We've done it mm-hmm. here in Bradford, and I'm sure it's happening up and down the country, and that's great. Um, forcing people to do it, forcing academics out of the classroom and into I, that 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 doesn't bode well for uh, for me. So yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of give a little bit of a shout out to to the the, the understanding social work academia and uh, lecturers and their perspective when you are a social work student and even a newly qualified social worker. In my experience, it took me a while for the penny to drop in terms of just what a sacrifice and a, a vocation and a dedication has gone in from social work uh, academics. It took me a while, and I, I'm probably because I'm just not that bright, other students and social workers will have got it a lot quicker than me. It took me a while to, to, to understand. But once the penny does drop and you see the value of what proper research is, proper academic uh, rigour and understanding is, the skill of it, and there's that thing about teaching, you remember, you, you remember teachers from school, you you remember the lecturers, you remember the good ones, you remember the things that they said to you. Um, so I think every now and again we just need to kind of give a bit of a shout out and a, 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 a thank you to social work educators, whether you're a practice educator, whether you're an academic, whether you're a lecturer, whatever you are, if you are involved in social work education, you are evidently doing something very right and we should say thank you. I, I, I wouldn't be here without social work educators, to be honest, so... It's a big thank you to um, <laughs> Brian and all the other lecturers that have really brought us this far. 
Yeah. It, Even though my lowest mark is from Brian, but, <laughs> yeah. You always remember that. I you always, always remember, remember that. Who give you your lowest mark? Yeah. And it were you, Brian. You know what? I'm happy with that. But the, <laughs> but the other bit running alongside that is, I'll keep saying, we can talk about social work education, but the education isn't... It feels almost too grand a word for it because we've already established that this mm -hmm. stuff was in there. Yeah. The bit that I think the academic does is draw the stuff out and show you. And I think that's a team. Again, going back, I think that's a whole team effort behind that. Because that's something that you can only do with um, with um, support and with the right people behind you, I think. Yeah. I d the only thing I would say about social work education is shut up about ivory towers because they don't exist. No. There's no such thing. So if you keep going on about ivory towers and criticising social work education... Get off your ass and you try it. Uh, any final thoughts from from yourselves? No, I would just say um, for new new social work students that are joining the course, welcome. Yeah. Respect. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I thought Jack was, <laughs> sorry. I wasn't even looking. I thought Jack was continuing, and I just want to say, yeah. I mean, I as I say, as we've said, by the time this goes out, we'll be thinking about the placements for the. Um, students who are sort of beyond their first year coming out on placement so I'm just going to say a big thank you to all the wonderful practice educators who are supporting me in um, finding those excellent opportunities in Bradford for them yeah well said and yeah. a big and a shout out to, to the students students who, mm. are, who are joining us and um, don't worry things will fall into place it's chaos mm. isn't it that first <laughs> semester that you do yeah. it's absolute chaos and was it just the first semester <laughs> it's the whole two years <laughs> Yeah. Just all two years. It's yeah. not unique to Brian, although you might, you know, you know, Brian's like a figurehead for chaos. chaos. Yeah. yeah, it is yeah. chaos. Wherever you are, it does feel chaos, and it takes a while for it to all kind of fall into place, doesn't it? But um, mm. yeah, Th thank you for choosing social work as well. That's that's the main thing that as we desperately need you um, to enjoy this course and to benefit from this course and to absorb the social work education because we really need you to be our new colleagues in two or three years' time when your when your course finishes. But don't mm. think about that yet just no. enjoy it um, as much as you possibly can yeah. and jump through the hoops that people like Brian are going to set you just how it's going to go yeah. you're going to get low marks you're going to get high marks it's just yeah. how it's going to go I, I, no, nobody this is the other thing that you might have to edit this bit out no nobody well. ever so when you apply for social work jobs nobody's interested in what grade you've got right. nobody's interested Say it. nobody's interested if you've got a degree a diploma or a master's all we want is to know that you are a qualified social, a registered, registered. social worker. With quality values and that are right based. All that. All that. So my... you, you shouldn't get the certificate. If, you, if you're not that, yeah. you shouldn't yeah. have got the certificate. The minute you get the certificate, even if it's you know a third class degree, who cares what class mm. degree it yeah. is? You're a social worker and you're welcome and you will be a brilliant social worker. As long as you do your CPD. You're part of a broader profession. As long as what? You do your CPD. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> CPD and you keep your registration. Absolutely. Up to yeah. All of that matters. <laughs> uh, I suppose finally then, I would like to say, and uh, as Robert said, enjoy it. You know, like stop putting pressure on yourselves yeah. in this first semester around grades enjoy the experience um enjoy the teaching enjoy all the people you meet enjoy make friends yeah. that's a big in it yeah yeah make some friends. friends don't use whatsapp you know well. like forget whatsapp it's rubbish <laughs> uh, but um yeah enjoy your social work education welcome to the academic year uh, i'm going to finish with the specials and enjoy yourself see you all next time bye bye, bye. bye.
to enjoy myself first It's good to be wise Later.